0: This is the Kenyan Podcast. Yes, Ham Jumbo, Ham Jumbo. Peace and love to the wonderful Kenyan Podcast family. We do hope that you are doing well and welcome to another great episode of the Kenyan Podcast, your number one trending and topical issues podcast in the 254. How are you doing? How are you feeling? I do hope that you've been keeping on your grind and you're staying positive and optimistic about life uh just as you get to advocate right here on the kenyan podcast remember you can always hit us up on our social media platforms and we keep the conversation going even after the episodes you know we do not stop and wait until the next episode uh we keep the composition going and we do hope that we are able to unify our people as well as i keep our people informed entertained and also inspired on the kenyan podcast which actually comes to you every wednesday and saturday and uh, you can always stream us on your favorite uh, podcasting platform. It doesn't matter whether that is on Spotify, that is on uh, Google Podcast, or even on Apple Podcast. You can find us on so many diverse platforms. And our goal is to be where you would like to be listening at. So welcome to the broadcast. And of course, today we do have a whole lot of our things lined up uh, for you. We shall be discussing uh, what is happening in the 254, and we do hope to also uh bringing our diaspora also on board as well and therefore welcome so so much you can hit us up on our email in case you would like to reach out kenyan podcast at gmail.com and uh, of course uh, we would love to know how things coming along on your end And uh, of course even as we draw in uh, closer to feeling our uh, reaching sorry one year uh since uh, we did have uh, the new uh, the government the kenyakuanza government uh taking over that was uh, last year in uh september Uh, We are almost uh, getting to September again and we shall be talking about uh, what are some of the milestones that uh, these ones, the government uh, has made and what are some of the challenges maybe uh, we do see with this particular government. We are not a political show. We like to be uh, discussing on even what is happening in the social fabric, but uh, we shall also be touching on that But to get straight into it. Uh, we want to discuss about one of the things that uh, gets to happen and a place where many p kenyans get duped and uh, they part ways with their money uh, simply because they are conned Uh, and i'm talking about the recruitment of the kdf Uh, in case if you haven't heard about it the government has even made an effort to send uh, text messages or sms's to the general public uh telling people to be quite aware of what is happening now with some people who want to masquerade as the connectors you know in kenya we do so that it's very very difficult for you to get a job without the connection you know without someone who knows someone who is somewhere and can be able to connect you real quick uh with that opportunity that you're looking for and you have to part with money in most of the cases because corruption is like that in kenya and it has become so much normalized that every time you hear about the recruitment of the kdf and uh, you are always hearing about people being uh you know parting words with money like a hundred thousand two hundred thousand three hundred thousand you know for their children these are mostly parents who get this particular money for their children uh to be recruited into the kdf which is the kenya defense forces and the ministry of defense of course did uh, put out uh, some communique and these are uh, via text messages you know as a that maybe perhaps you might have also received these on your phone saying that the ministry of defense will recruit kdf cadets and our recruits are uh, in august and september this year 2023 and uh, you are advised do not buy calling letters from anyone recruitment is free report any kind of a fraud to the numbers given below and uh, there were some numbers are uh, given on that particular communication but the thing is uh for you what has your experience been when it comes to matters of recruitment uh, for government uh, opportunities or for government positions uh there are so many stories that you will hear about uh, one of them uh, for me personally, I did hear about a situation where the recruitment was done like um, twice. You know, uh, one job is advertised and then the, the the selection process is done and then that is cancelled. Then you have to, the recruitment process was repeated again. And uh, you wonder what is happening now with the government to that. Are they not quite serious with that process or what is going on with that? But uh, in the past, uh, personally, I have heard about situations where you know you hear of a family. And uh, they say all these families well connected. Their uncle is in uh, with the Kenya Defence Forces. You know they are in the army. So the uncle connected them. The cousin and the cousin connected them to another cousin. And therefore, you do find like in that particular family, there are about maybe ten people in the army simply because of the so-called connections. And I would say that is not a proper way to go with when it comes to recruitment for positions. Not just government positions, but even uh even with other the private sector where we do have favoritism and uh, we do have uh even a situation where you do have the same same members of the family, you know, it's like they have a preferential kind of a treatment when these positions are being uh announced and it's not very, very good. But this particular year please be warned on the out please be warned. I have heard about a case where people have lost their money and uh because they are looking for these particular connections if it is not <laughs> meant for you that is not going to happen you know but the universe has a special way of doing things and uh, if it's meant for you then you probably might get it this easy kenyan podcast uh the number one trending and topical issues podcast in the 254 as always it's a delight to have you tuning in and uh, we do hope that uh, we are able to uh, get you informed enlightened entertained as well as are inspired on this particular show. Like I said, in case you want to shoot us an email, write to us, and podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we shall be taking it out and uh, vibing with you, connecting with you, and building with you. Apart from that, we also want to go into more matters, talking about issues of music. And uh, in case you do, you did go to participate in the music festivals in uh, your school, maybe in your primary school, in your high school, in your college, then uh, you do know that around uh, August, that is when we do have uh, these um, are the nationals. And uh, right now, uh, these years' nationals for the Kenya Music uh, School Music Festivals, uh, they are taking place at the Dedan Kemadi University in Nyeri County. And uh, of course, uh, these will be hosting over more than a hundred. Uh, is it more than a hundred? No, not really, not not more than a hundred. But they will be hosting so many schools. And uh, this year, the participation is also quite high because the opportunities have also been uh, stretched and uh, expanded rather. And therefore, so many young people would be able to go out and uh, put out their talent. And the highlight of it all is when uh, the nationals, those that make it to the nationals and win, uh, go and perform at the state house. This is really a beautiful thing. Uh, in the previous years, you did see um, Zer Moy or even uh, Kibaki or even Uhuru, you know, receiving uh, these are guests at the State House, and uh, they do get to entertain and they perform at their level best. But yes, sometimes you do find that uh, some schools they do not really get to put too much attention on the co curriculum, and therefore, uh, and even parents, you know, some parents will tell you, in case you're getting involved with the drama club or the music club, then you better not be wasting your time you know and that is not the rightful way to go about it because parents are also to, supposed to be supportive of their children uh when it comes to matters are co-curricular you know ball as a imba dance but uh, there is not really much support going into that maybe sometimes from parents or even maybe sometimes from the teachers i remember some teachers who used to scrap pe and uh, they wanted to do or make uh, a, a, a makeover class, uh, and it didn't go so so. Makeup class, it didn't go so so well with that, and um, that is not you know very very good. Even right now, I believe the CBC, uh, the CBC aims to also embrace co-curricular and empower the child holistically, uh, not just uh, with the maths and the subjects, but also in other areas where they are very well, they are very well gifted. And I uh, saw so these particular years uh, uh music festivals uh we do have uh this, there are some schools that normally they they like they, they they have the faulting you know they are almost the only ones that are ever there at the top but maybe because they have invested a whole lot i remember some time back i did hear about uh these are uh, kenyan artists uh uh eric oinaina eric oinaina was a good coach for schools you know and even other artists, I believe, who do have a whole lot of talent, they have also spent or dedicated their time to training kids in school, uh, music classes in schools and things like that. So we are looking forward to see who comes up on top uh, this particular year. And uh, also my question is, what happens with, is there a follow-up program where maybe perhaps if you reach the national level, you can get some government support in terms of recording your music, in terms of taking it on to the next level. Is there that kind of a mentorship support that goes on after the Kenya Music Festival's week? You know, I'd love to know about that. Right now, I've seen some effort by the government through the Studio Machinani. In case you're wondering what that is all about, the government offers free music recording services to the Kenyan citizenry, And there are studios known as the Studio Machinani, And these are normally KBC Studios or Kenya Broadcasting Corporation Studios that are set up and dedicated, you know, to offering services to Kenyan youth uh, to just go out there and record music with professional equipment and maybe get some assistance in terms of, uh, you know, doing the thing. And there are so many uh, studios spread out. I believe one is in Kitui. There's another one in Mombasa. There's one in Nairobi. In Nairobi, there's actually not one only. I believe there are three in Nairobi. uh, At Langata, there are two studios, which is Studio 1 and Studio 2 one of the studios are host you know can host even a full choir of about maybe twenty people and there's also another smaller studio uh which is located uh next to Kenya School of Law. You know there is a KBC station there and that is where you can find studio machinani and record some music. So I believe um the government is still doing a bit and uh not you know you can still find quality services there. But when it comes to matters of mentorship and the crossover from when you are in high school doing the music festival at whatever national level or the regional level, and then crossing over after that, it's become a, it becomes a bit difficult. Uh, but uh, in other countries like Tanzania, even the government did host um, an awards ceremony for artists. And that is something also very interesting. In Kenya, we shall rather not complain. Uh, we do have the recently launched Talanta Hela initiative. And we have talked about Talanta Hela, which was launched by the Minister for Sports and Youth Affairs. I'm talking about Ababu Namwamba, and it's something positive. We are hoping to see much more being done. Recently, there was a Mister and Miss Nairobi event, uh, which was also very much uh, sponsored by this Talanta Hela initiative, among other initiatives that Talanta Hela is sponsoring. We would also love to see Talanta Hela and music, you know, do something for music and also do something for you know these are the initiatives that are, you know uh, are meant for tapping real talent from schools from all levels would be it primary school uh, high school uh, colleges universities and others we would really love to see that happen these easy kenyan podcast as always i did say we are delighted to have you tuning we enjoy your company so so much very soon we shall be doing uh summer giveaways you know so keep tuning into the caden podcast uh on one of these our next um subsequent episodes we shall be doing a giveaway so stay tuned and hang in there and keep building with us we also do have an announcement we have made a patreon page if you go to the, uh, patreon.com you can find some uh, episodes for uh, of the caden podcast these are like, exclusive episodes uh, you will find on our Patreon.com. Just search for The Cajun Podcast, and you will find us right there doing a whole lot. We shall be taking a short break, but when we come back, we have a whole lot more uh, lined up for you as we discuss and keep you updated on what's happening with the rest of our beautiful country, D254. For now, it's a short music break, and uh, we shall be jamming to a little bit of some Fena Gitu. We hope that you all love The Phenomenal Woman. We shall be right back. Huh, there must be something in the air, oh lord I fear, I feel like I'm coming down with fear, 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 fear. <laughs> mm, Hey, Temperature rising, what am I seeing, I need vising just to see things clearer clear, clear, oh, oh, oh. Mm, oh, it's no Yes, welcome back to the Kenyan Podcast That was a little bit of uh, some positive vibes by the one and only Fener Gitu you can also call her the phenomenal woman. The name of the jam is Vaccine, and this is a Kenyan podcast. We do hope that you are doing well and you are glad to be with us on this particular broadcast as we get to discuss uh, different things are uh, taking place in the two five four. We were just talking about uh, the music uh, festivals, uh, the national uh, schools music festivals, and uh, you know these are taking place at uh, the Dead and Kimathi uh, University uh in uh, nyeri county and apart from that we also do have other updates about something else huge taking place and i'm talking about the devolution conference uh which is uh, going to be taking place at in uasin gishu and uh, when you talk about uh, the devolution conference uh, this is big and uh, also uh the president uh, the deputy president and also um uh, the the former prime minister honorable Raila Odinga. These are some of the people that are uh, going to be gracing this particular devolution conference. Although they'll be going at uh, different days, not the same same day, and uh, happening in Uasin Gishu, I believe this is a big opportunity for the people of Uasin uh, Gishu to also cash in on the same. Because when you do have meetings and conferences taking place in your county, uh, it means that uh, you know hotels will be booked, and uh, these will be good businesses for you know those uh, uh, hotels giving accommodation and even meals, and even for companies that uh, offer transport and logistics and other things like that so i believe this is a good opportunity to have devolution uh, conference in once in gishu and uh, i have also seen this particular idea of rotating events being very very positive even when it comes to national events like uh, maybe public holidays national holidays uh the other time we were on we were talking about Embu hosting uh was it the madaraka the madaraka day and that was something also good because that also you know gives spotlight to these particular different counties and what they have to offer in terms of uh, even tourism. You know, it kinds of also promotes our local tourism in many different ways. How are you doing? How are you feeling? You uh, we were talking about this whole issue of uh, you know the support that goes into our Kenyan talent, and we also do have uh, the recently concluded, uh, the recently concluded. Uh, schools sports uh, competition and uh, we did have uh, these uh, here uh, Dagoretti Dagoretti being uh, on the spotlight because uh, this was one of the team that was defending against um, what was his other team? Uh, Dagoretti or lost? <laughs> what I do know is that Dagoretti lost, and uh, it's something good when you do see you know local talent even in sports you know also flourishing through this particular platform that is offered as a kenyan national school uh, sports uh, competition and apart from that the team that gets to win at the national level of course also gets to face other team you know they will be going to rwanda and uh, also competing and representing kenya in the east african games and therefore this is also an eye an eye open an opportunity for you know, these are Kenyan students to also go and uh, tour internationally and, uh, you know, get to collaborate and uh, even uh, meet their counterparts, if I might call them so, in the East African region. And that would be a beautiful thing because this also sort of inspire the spirit of patriotism and not just patriotic. So, yes, these national high school competitions, uh, games competition, I think uh, they get to inspire also sportsmanship in different uh, institutions. And uh, that is also something uh, quite positive. But going back to the issue of devolution which we have talked about you know the devolution conference are going on right now i would just like to ask you you know as a kenyan podcast listener what is your opinion of the progress or you know how is devolution doing so far uh, of course after the promulgation of uh, the new constitution in 2010 uh, we went into this whole disp- new dispensation of having our uh, counties and a uh, devolved a system of a government uh, where we do have uh, the national government and also the county government and we have seen some, I believe, successes with the same. And you have also seen some challenges are with the same. Uh, for some of the challenges, you do find a whole lot of a lack of transparency and accountability on some of these local governments. You have heard about tenders in different counties, crazy tenders and money being uh, people just uh, getting into looting over public coffers, you know. And what has been going on now with this is that uh, the the system has received a lot of challenges. For example, when it comes to uh, the allocation, you know, to county governments, sometimes you do find uh, the money being late. You know, when it comes to these uh, particular money being allocated to the counties, it's it's uh, done quite late. And uh, there are also other different uh, challenges. Uh, I believe uh, when it comes to the coordination of the national government and the county governments, in some instances, you will do find. Uh, it's like uh, there is duplic- duplication of duties. Sometimes uh, there is a lack of understanding uh, in terms of the citizenry on what is supposed to be a role of the national government and what role does the county government play. And therefore, sometimes we do find a citizenry uh, thinking that uh, these is a role of the national government while it is a role of the county government. And therefore, some of uh, these obligations or duties that were actually transferred from the national government to the county government uh, I do believe there still needs to be much more education, civil civil educa- civic education, uh, in terms of uh, having people understand more what is it that the national government does and what is it that the county government does, and apart from that, what are the distinct uh, responsibilities? You know, I think the responsibilities and also, um, uh, also where 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 the line is drawn. You know, I think that would be uh, quite uh, important uh, people to have more. Uh, civic education on uh, the county government and also the national government. And apart from that, like I did say, uh, there is also that element of a lack of transparency and uh, accountability on on part of, I would say, both governments, you know, not just the county level, but also at the national level. But, uh, you know, the progress and, uh, you know, the challenges and the successes of uh, these particular a new system, the devolved system of governance. Uh, these are uh, addressed at uh, this devolution conference, which I did say uh, will be taking place in Uasin Gishu County. And I do believe every other time we do have these uh, conferences being uh, also, uh, um, uh, you know, the venues being changed. It's, it's something good, rotated rotation of venues. Something it's something quite positive that uh, we can hope to see going on. Uh, even into the next year, this is a Kidan podcast, the number one training and topical issues podcast. In the two five four, our president, uh, His Excellency William Ruto, uh, did get to tour uh, Mozambique, and uh, there was a bit of uh, There was some uh, some takeout from uh, this particular tour. Uh, one of the takeout uh, being his intention of uh, getting to remove the visa requirement for Mozambicans. And uh, sometimes when you hear about these particular issues, uh, like earlier this year in January, the president also announced that for South Africans, uh, sorry, for Kenyans, Kenyans do not now require a visa to go into South Africa. You know, there was that removal of the visa requirement uh, for, you know, traveling to South Africa. But then again, what question is how many Kenyans are able to well afford touring South Africa every now and then? You do find not so many, but it's something quite positive. And also, I believe this new cooperation uh, with uh, Kenya and Mozambique that will also be wonderful because uh, our president was hosted by the president of Mozambique, uh, Philippe Nyusi, and uh, what was discussed also included trade agreements. You know between these two countries because it was realized that uh, uh, Kenya buys uh, from uh, Mozambique, but uh, Mozambique is not buying quite a lot from Kenya as as the trade is not uh, quite balanced. The balance of trade is is is, is um tipped in the, in the into tipped to to the to the to the favor of uh, mozambique in this particular kind of an um, a uh, trading uh, dispensation between these two particular countries but anyhow i would say it's something positive it's something good and we do hope to see more business you know among us african countries the other day there was the uh, african union uh meeting uh, uh media meeting uh, which was uh, coordinated and held in nairobi kenya and this was also supposed to be uh, also focusing on the Africa Free Continental Trade Area Agreement, uh, which will be enabling the unlocking of the trade potential among African countries, which I believe is something positive. But, you know, there can never be that particular level of a trade and and, um, and progress and growth if countries are at war, you know, and countries are, you know, are in our cause like we do have with the West African countries, Burkina Faso, Mali and also nizza as recent as last week but one you know it's crazy but nonetheless this is the kenyan podcast kenya is doing the most uh to see the kenyan troops are out there in um the drc congo you know on a peacekeeping mission in the drc congo and uh the minister of defense for kenya was recently touring uh the drc congo you know to touch base and i know And uh, just, uh, you know, beyond the known everything and what is happening uh, there. And uh, he did give a very positive report on terms of the progress and uh, the help that uh, our country's defense forces uh, or these uh, special forces has actually been uh, giving to the DLC Congo in terms of uh, maintaining peace in this country. Uh, i would say it's something uh, positive when kenya's image is also projected in that particular regard uh, it's something uh, positive and i think more budget funding should be given to uh, these forces in uh, the drc i believe these are funded uh, by the un if i'm not mistaken and uh, other uh, partners but uh, also when it comes to um, the budget even for internal security and defense you know i think uh, they should be uh, also improved so that we are assured that uh, we do have that high level of our security and also when it comes to standing our standing internationally you know that we are also there in terms of our military capacity and our military um strength you know it's very very good that our people know not to mess (laughs) with uh countries are forced because it's like a stinging bee. Uh, you know it's dangerous and that is uh, the way it ought to be even for our two five four how are you doing uh we are coming to the end of this particular broadcast uh, we want to i hope that you did get to catch up with what is happening now in the 254 and i remember the aim of this particular podcast is to show you a different side of this coin we call the 254 and therefore in our mission i do believe that we are fearing on well keep connected with us on twitter at kenyan podcast and also on instagram as and facebook as well kenyan podcast we hope to keep it interactive and engaging with you on those multiple platforms for now it's me, yours truly, uh, Spike, sending out. Until next time, I want to wish you a happy and a productive rest of your day. And we shall be waiting up with the same, same jam vaccine by the one and only Fena Gitu Fona. I would say, Koheri na Amani. Koheri ya Kuanana na Amani Tele. It's you that I'm wanting, yeah. Taking over my body, spending 17 days with you in quarantine. Oh, it's no long time, yeah.